a reading from the introduction of Stronger Every Day. Of all sad words of tongue or pen, the saddest are these, it might have been, by John Greenleaf Whittier. It might have been. For years, I taught a middle and high school literature-based writing class. One of our favorite aspects of study was metaphors, especially those centered around the heart. Author Julie Beck writes about enduring literary metaphors of the heart. The English language is full of metaphors invoking the heart. People wear their hearts on their sleeves. They have hearts of stone or hearts of gold. They have heart-to-heart conversations. So in the late 18th and 19th century, the peak of the process by which the heart was becoming objectified, you've got the rise of the romantic poets who reinforced the idea that there was something very heartfelt about what lurks in our chest. Those languages of emotions being heartfelt, hearts rising and sinking, being heavy-hearted, light-hearted, having the heart of a lion, and so on. Those metaphors and the language in which we talk about the heart show that we still, even at the very peak of scientific medicine, have those associations of the heart being psychologically and emotionally, even spiritually important. Your heart matters. Your heart matters. It has value, worth, and dignity. This past year in 2022, (laughs) we experienced real growth in the area of heart intelligence. When I look back at 2022 here on the podcast, our top podcasts were reimagining our prayer life with my hero of the faith, Jan Johnson, Reimagining being seen and valued. Reimagining our love life. Reimagining our need to be liked. Reimagining the power of hope. Reimagining the mind body connection. And reimagining how healthy detachment works. So when I look back at the most downloaded, most played episodes of 2022, it was season eight the reimagine series. What was it about this word reimagine? Well, we know that it means to imagine again. And when we take imagine apart, it means to form a mental image of something not present. What was it about this thought or this idea of reimagining? Even saying the word just brings a smile to my face and something awakens inside of me that feels very creative, a possibility, right? A a dream, a hope, a desire. It could be simple or it could be grand. But what was it that you reimagined? Perhaps after listening to all of these rich conversations about reimagining, what piqued your interest? What stirred your soul? What made a light bulb go off in your head? Perhaps something was resolved in your mind or in your heart or in your soul or your body. Maybe your mind and body made a connection, a huge aha. Would you take a moment here at the very beginning 
of this bright brand new year to share one thought with me. I want to hear how reimagining affected you in 2022. I'm so curious. And if you give me the permission, I would love to have a conversation here on the podcast. Just send that comment over to my email, Janelle at JanelleRairden.com. The link is always in the show notes and on my Instagram bio. So please take the time, take just a moment, and I invite you to send me any and all questions that you might have after listening to the podcast in 2022, or maybe some questions that you would like to see addressed in our new seasons here in the brand new year. What's on your mind? What's on your heart? What's going on in your world that perhaps has you confused or perplexed or overwhelmed? Send me your thoughts and your questions. It would be my honor to address them and use them to lead and guide me in developing more podcast episodes that will benefit you and bring value to your life because that's why I'm here. I'm here for you. In season nine, we delved into heart intelligence and mental stamina and resilience. We talked about relationships, all of the relationships in our lives that matter, endurance. We talked about managing overwhelm and heightened anxiety. We know that that's in the air right now. This whole atmosphere of overwhelm and anxiety seems thicker than ever to me. We talked about motherhood. We talked about realities of being stuck, being disempowered. We talked about mindsets, which I loved and adored so much. Season 10, we walked into the gift of every day. How do we now that we are increasing our heart intelligence, our mental fitness, our resilience, our stamina, how then do we take all of this head knowledge, right? This is one of our key components in this heartlifting community, that long journey from the head to the heart and then into the body so that we can move as an integrated human being, a wholehearted person. How do we then walk through our lives, walk through the hallways of our homes? And how do we practice then our healthy sense of self, our healthy behavior patterns, and our healthy communication skills? Every day, 24 hours a day, right? 24 seven. Yes, we'll have bad days, but hopefully the more that we spend time here together, we will have more good days than bad. And so we ended with Dr. Michelle Bankston and her newest book, Today is Going to Be a Good Day. And right now, right now we are in the middle, we are in the middle of our seven day good day challenge. If you have not yet subscribed or downloaded your PDF, it's not too late. This is actually something you can do far beyond the seven days. But Michelle and I really were empowered and excited to work together to bring to our two different communities the same message. How to develop a good day mindset right here at the get-go of this brand new year. Because you see, starting your day off right is a game changer. When you open your eyes and you greet the morning, 
What's your mindset? What are you thinking about? How was your night's sleep? Did you have a good night's sleep? Were you restless? How is your body prepared for the day ahead? Well, that's going to start in your mind with your mindset, right? As we learned in season nine from our friend Michelle Neetert in her book, Make Up Your Mind, that a mindset is a fixed mental attitude or inclination or disposition that predetermines a person's responses to and interpretations of situations. Two very important words there to remember. Fixed mental attitude that predetermines our responses to and interpretations of. So we are in control of that. You know, for all of us who want to be in control of something, this is what we need to be in control of is our mindset. What are we feeding into our minds? How are we nourishing and helping our mind blossom and grow and be healthy and mighty and strong? So this good day, seven day challenge was designed to help us take just some space, some time. You know how we love to do that here, to set some time apart, to sit and saunter and see, as I wrote in my book, Stronger Every Day. Where is our mind? Where is our mindset? If you need a review, go back to my conversations with Michelle. They were so good. And and we really delved into understanding how valuable it is to have a healthy mindset. So if you have not subscribed to the beautiful seven day good day challenge, you can do that right now. Just press pause. I give you permission. Go over to heartliftcentral.com and you will see a little gray box pop up and you just put your information in there and you can download the PDF guide for the journey and you will then be part of receiving the daily emails and you'll have the information on how to find Dr. Michelle Bankston in her beautiful Facebook group that she has created for this journey and all of her resources and seven incredible short videos from guests that she has interviewed as well. So I just like to call this like a two for one. You are getting two for one. You're getting double resources and double blessings. I don't want you to miss out. I really don't because this is something that you can go back to all through the year when perhaps you are, uh, your good day mindset is waning a bit. You can get a little boost. You know, they have now these places where you can go and get IVs of vitamin C and vitamin, all these powerful vitamins that give you a, a real immunity boost. Well, this will give you a mental, emotional, and spiritual immunity boost. So take the moment, go do that, and then come back and just uh, we'll finish off our beautiful conversation. So one thing I learned when I looked back at 2022, one of the most valuable lessons for me had to do with my coaching practice. And as I reflected on the clients that I had seen, the tools that I had invited them to use, conversations throughout the year, I really came to the conclusion, and I guess that's why season 10 was 
created to be an invitation to really examine our day-to-day -day lives, the moments within our lives. And it was an invitation to really reconsider the power of silence, stillness, and solitude, those contemplative practices that I would say most of us avoid because they require something of us, don't they? They require a discipline. They require us moving into some very uncomfortable territory like being still, being quiet, not moving, <laughs> meditation, mindfulness, practices that are really countercultural in the faith tradition and in our culture. They're just countercultural. We're movers and shakers. And it made me realize that talk therapy is fabulous. I love it. I love, I love being a part of, of listening to my clients, hearing their stories, holding space for them to find healing and hope and meaning. I love my work with aroma freedom technique and memory reconsolidation, utilizing these high grade therapeutic essential oils to deactivate and consolidate triggers that have been lodged inside of the fight flight freeze amygdala a lifetime. All of those things bring me great, great joy. But there's one thing that I have seen that if this one tool is not picked up out of the emotional and mental health toolbox, change happens a lot slower, if not at all. And that would be the practices of silent stillness and solitude. These grounding practices where we take the time, whether it is five minutes, an hour, two hours, to nurture and care for our souls. It's critical. And so it is a huge initiative as I'm moving into 2023 to not only put that into a very serious practice in my own life, because you know, our body keeps the score, as I have said, and my body has been fighting quite a few things. And so it is inviting me, it is talking to me, it is saying, Janelle, Janelle, I need you to nurture me, to make the time and the space. So here at the close of this reflective time of looking back at 2022, I want to revisit tool one in Stronger Every Day, step across the threshold and pursue meaningfulness in your life. I'm on page 56 if you have the book. If not, please get yourself a copy and take the time this year to step across the threshold into the pursuit of meaningfulness, that eudaimonia that we talk about here. And this exercise, Saunter, Sit, and See, is on page 56 and 57 of Stronger Every Day. Adding to our conversation is the naturalist and philosopher Henry David Thoreau, whose famed essay, Walking, states, The genius of walking lies not in mechanically putting one foot in front of the other en route to a destination, but in mastering the art of sauntering sauntering. Haven't heard that word in a while, right? To saunter is to walk in a very slow and relaxed way. 
Oh, just say those words with me. Slow and relaxed. Today, we don't often associate those two words with our idea of walking, do we? Most of us hold to the idea that a good, solid power walk is where it's at. I remember way, way back in the day when a doctor said, Janelle, I don't want you to power walk. I just want you to walk. No overdoing, no overachieving, no overextending. Just a nice, leisurely walk. (laughs) We want to burn calories, though, don't we? Build muscle and check it off the daily to-do list. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying that. But what if we took the wise advice of Thoreau in order to pursue this meaningful life that we want? So I encourage you in this exercise to dedicate at least one or two walks a week to practice the art of sauntering. In order, with this purpose in mind, in order to gain mental and emotional clarity. And we can add to the conversation that we've had here today to increase our heart intelligence, to actually create space and time to think and to care for our hearts. In my life, I consider it meditation in motion. So here is the simple approach. Block an hour of time. Okay, that's too much. Block 15 minutes to saunter, sit, and see. You do not have to even go anywhere. This requires nothing but maybe walking into your backyard, sitting on your front porch, sitting in front of a window. Saunter a bit. Just slow and relaxed presence. Maybe sit on a park bench, under a tree next to a lake, or maybe on your own front porch. See the landscape around you. Notice notice. That's right. Notice. Take mental snapshots. You do have my permission to take pictures with your phones as well because I do it all the time. But maybe on these two walks, you just put your phone down and take a mental snapshot. What do you see? What do you hear? Notice the wind in the trees. Notice a butterfly that's flitting from bush to bush. Maybe you're in 30 inches of snow like some of our heartlifters in Buffalo. I think it's even more than that. What do you notice in the snow? Are there crystals and diamonds? Look, are they dancing on the top of the snow? What do you see? A snake slithering across the street. Yes. When I wrote this, I actually saw one doing that. And then pick up a pen, a pencil, whatever writing instrument you want to use, and write a short, vivid description of your mental snapshot. It might be three sentences. Maybe write a haiku. I love writing haiku. Be present and let this soul-nourishing practice settle deep inside of you. And then, if you would be so kind, or if you would so desire, meet me over on my Instagram, at Janelle Reardon, or on our private Facebook group, Stronger Every Day, or maybe even over on Dr. Michelle Bankston's 
Today's going to be a good day, her private Facebook group. And share your mental snapshot. There's such great power in sharing something so beautiful. And then we can all grow together because that, my dear heartlifters, is the goal. It is the goal of this year. To grow our community, to have more time face-to-face over Zoom or maybe even a a beautiful person-to-person gathering. Wherever, however, just know that today is going to be a good day because we have each other. Yes, it might be an online community, but we do have each other. I invite you, participate. This is the year. That is the word that I have for our group. Participate. Let this be an exchange between us. I'm going to commit to developing this for you. And I want to leave you with a beautiful, short, very short, thoughtful poem by Padraig Otuama. I think I'm saying that right. When Jesus realized that they were about to come and take him by force to make him king, he withdrew again to the mountain by himself. John 6, 15. He writes, Jesus, you sometimes left so that people could face themselves. May we face ourselves in the wilderness and the world and recognize the forces that drive us so that they do not always drive us. May we recognize the forces that drive us so that they do not always drive us. Amen.